just want to we're, we're gonna we're gonna um, jump into uh, brave new territory in a moment. We're working on speaking benachas, of course, but I just want to mention some questions which are really outstanding, just for everybody to think about in the sugi of kas, which it's beyond the scope of my bandwidth personally deal right now. It's certainly the vibe, but I do want to share them. These from uh, David Rackman from Denver. Did just really interesting to think about as we get the parishes and the Torah, and that's part of what we gain by dealing with the topic in depth, in midos, in reality, that we can think about something, you know. So listen to this. Did Pinchas reach the level of Hillel related to anger? Right? Hillel was the ultimate, not angry person. Was, was Pinchas angry? If Hillel was faced, same question, another form. If Hillel was faced with a test like Pinchas, how would he have responded? Yeah. Okay. Um, do we have individuals on the level of Pinchas in this generation? Uh, what's the difference between personal anger and anger for Hashem? What does external anger only mean and how do we get there? What's the difference between initiatory anger or responsive anger? Why did Hill not respond externally in the famous Misa of Erev Shabbos? These are really excellent questions, Echad Echad, and they're really uh, openers. And like I said, uh, my not dealing with is not is because I don't have anything initially to say and it would really uh, take a long time to think through all, the, all that stuff and unpack that. Okay, um, that's one. Could someone verify? This is our ninth VOD, right? That's what I have numbered. There was a mistake in the, thing, the SoundCloud. We're having some technical difficulties in Darche Noam. But I think this is number nine. I think Anybody this is verify 10. that? This is 10. It is 10? Yeah. So I lost track somewhere. Okay, so maybe I'll go over with you later, Arn, figure that out. Okay, thank you, Arn. It's 10. Okay, good. So that's, so something's right. I'm wrong. But anyway, this is number 10. Beautiful. So now, guys, we have two weeks left. I have something totally uh, new and amazing today and for next week. We're going to do half of it today and half of next week. We're very excited to, to, to share this. I think it's a whole new aspect. Again, I don't think we're going to have a VOD on Tishbub itself. Tishbub is a different focus. So we have two weeks uh, to really dig in. It's been a great summer for me. Uh, before that, I want to mention L topic. And I asked everybody for topics. And I'll ask again in L. We really need something for like four or five weeks. So, and something specific in L. That's what I, I didn't describe it well. So what I was thinking, which I think would be really good, would be like this. How to practically get something out of your L. <laughs> Uh, because I think a lot of times, you know, chuva is a tough topic, and and when you when brass tacks when to break it down, uh, you don't always get so much out of L really. And I think maybe something we could we could help would be that just to like to, to I know that's very wide, but the point is to really make strides in certain areas in L could be two or three different areas, but like something very very practical, very focused on on growth in different areas of our life. But that that's as opposed to like talking about. You know, like we did this time about five weeks about a certain topic. This is where I'm I'm thinking to head. So everybody's welcome to comment about that. Not not now. I want to get to, back to cuss, but uh, that's what I would like to do. Like to think how to like practically like some make some real difference. Even if you want to use the term, I like the term very much. Low hanging fruit. There's a lot. There's a lot of low hanging fruit in our lives. Uh, something called there's, there's things on you have to get to the top of the tree and figure out how to climb up there not slip and not fall and then in life there's a lot of low-hanging fruit you know someone used to come late and realize you have to stop coming late that's low-hanging fruit someone who sabotages relationships someone who's you know, angry something there there but i think there might be things like that in l just to like how to capitalize without you know not so fancy but just to try to find like 
two or three practical areas where we can really make some advances. That was the, that's what I want to do. Practically making something out of your elo. Okay, that's the general idea that I'm, that I'm thinking about it for weeks, really, you know, on and off, obviously, but what to do for elo. But this only hit me is maybe like a good thing. I think that'd be very nice. Okay, so back to our last two weeks of Kas. Two more weeks to get angry, then we have to become nice people again. So this is what we want to do now. We want to understand ourselves through understanding others. Understand ourselves through understanding others. What do we see when we see others get angry? Okay. Now the ultimate talkless of this is is twofold, and it's you know it's a little bit off center what we're dealing with so far, but not so off center. One is you know we don't like no one likes anger, so we don't. In other words, we all probably in one situation or another face anger. Uh, we've probably all in one situation or another faced anger in our lives, and we've been dealing very much with how we deal with anger. But how do we deal with others being angry at us, or you know that that bad feeling we have, anger? It could be even you know anger that we've had in the past in our life, but definitely anger that we're facing in front of us. How do we deal with that? Okay, that's the topic. That's a, that that itself is a topic which is interesting, you know, different than what we dealt with now. But also, we're going to use it as a Bishol Salanta writes in 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 Or Yisrael, by looking at others' angers. That's of course eventually going to be to anybody involved a little bit in Tikkun Atzma, anybody who's interested in in working on themselves. So when we're going to look at other people angering, obviously, it's going to come back to us, and it's something so that it has really has a dual talkless, a, a, a by talkless, two talkless in dealing with this. One is by understanding more, as we will like list out over the next two weeks, how why other people get angry, people we deal with. It will make it less uncomfortable for us when they are getting angry at us. And two, of course, that's going to be a mirror back to back to ourselves uh, as a way to understand ourselves better. Okay. So now I must tell you, this class is Kula based on two women. Okay. Two women, not Miriam, not Devora, not Yael. Right, we're not dealing with the sugi of of Avera um, Lishma. We're not dealing with Nevuas uh, Esther. We're not dealing with any of that. Nothing from the Megillah. One woman is named Susan Heitler, and the other one is named my wife, who told me a lot of what Susan Heitler writes. Okay, so Susan Heitler is a outstanding therapist. I just looked her up in Denver. She wrote a famous book called um, "From Conflict to Resolution." She probably became very wealthy. I'll be this book. I don't know. You can check her out. She's in Denver, but "From Conflict to Resolution." She's still alive, Harvard uh, trained. She wrote a wonderful book called From Conflict to Resolution. And that's really where she made her mark in the therapeutic world. Okay, but what's no gay to us is she spoke about how anger is often cast as a front for something else, okay? Now, what does that mean? Anger is anger, right? In Torah, we're not, we're not, we're not speaking from a Torah perspective. If you call, is it called the Aver of Kas or not, right? That's, that, that's a good question. When someone has anger because of another reason, what is in halacha, whatever that means to be in the halacha of anger? That's not what we're dealing with. Our assumption is like this. It's not called, it's called a pure anger, right? Like the anger that Mishael Sharm spoke about when the Torah says anger means anger. It doesn't mean, you no know, cover up for something. But a lot of the ways in our world, the way anger presents itself is covering something else up. Okay, everybody, everybody's good on the theory. Everybody gets a general idea where we're headed. And now we're going to give many, 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 many examples uh, that that Mrs. Heitler, Dr. Heitler, I guess, Mrs. Heitler, that she listed um, 
and wrote and will gain a lot. And our Kabbalah is going to relate to that to try to find this in others. So I'm not going to give you the whole list today because it's a lot. A lot of this class is going to be a little more information than we gave in other ones, like more similar to what we spoke about, the more about Hillel with nine different reasons, etc. We didn't go into so much. But here I do want to go into them. We're going to do half uh, today. And I, I was thinking before, I have a critical point which I want to get to, and I'll tell you why we're going to stop at that critical point. And everybody should try to absorb these different reasons. And, and we'll explain the Kabbalah more later. Okay, so so again, that's the, that, that's the theory, that very often anger is not only itself, let's call it the pure anger, but anger is a front. Right? Everybody knows what front means, right? The mafia needs uh, business. They can't say this is a place of gambling and ill repute. So they say it's a, it's a um, bakery, right? So on the outside, they're giving Danishes. On the inside, Vinny is, long, is breaking people's fingers who don't pay up fast enough, right? So there's two things going on there. They, Danish is on the outside. Baggage? What? Baggage? Like we Baggage? spoke about last week? Uh, not exactly. Not exactly. No, no, no. Not, not exactly. No, you'll, you'll hear. Yeah, right? But, right? I'm explaining. So it's, you got the, the Danish is on the outside and and thumb breaking on the inside, right? So the, the icker thing that's going on in the, biz, in the building is really thumb breaking, right? You didn't make it. They don't, Italians don't even like you know, Danish is so much. It's, uh, but they like, you know, th those, not, not all, many, many, of course, excellent Italians, as Victor Miller has said himself, there are a lot of wonderful Italians out there, a lot of trustworthy Italians, a lot of good Italian elected officials, but a certain part of the family, by the way, a certain part of the Jewish family also, unfortunately, became gamblers, and not, not gamblers, a certain part of, anyway, there was a Jewish mob also. Las Vegas was built by Jews, not one of our prouder, uh, uh things okay but that's not our point guys that's just the idea of what a front is okay so sometimes there's anger what is it this is pure anger i am really angry that's all and sometimes anger is covering up for something else okay there's a whole slew of things that it could be covering for and that's going to be very important in terms of okay, let's go back to that perspective in terms of us dissipating when people are getting angry at us and it's making us very very upset right if we can understand that something else is going on so it won't be as hard for us to deal with and we'll also obviously gain the self-understanding good so let's so let's give uh half of the list today and we'll give the rest next time one anxiety right anxiety i'll just tell you on the side um i read an article by my friend dr yitzi Schechter, who's an outstanding uh psychologist in muncie does a lot of hasidim he's pretty famous in the area he himself is uh He's a YU guy, and he uh, became a big name in the Hasidic world. I mean, not like Tzvi Meyer, I mean, but in the Hasidic therapeutic world. And he wrote an article, which I read. He's a, happened to be a personal friend of mine also. His wife's a good friend of my wife. So he said that Jews are not more depressed than others, but we are more anxious. Good thing to know. Jews are anxious. You know, the typical Jewish mother is a picture of anxiety. It just That's just something on the side. But anyway, anxiety is something that's out there. It's a very, very real thing. There's general anxiety, there's specific anxieties, fear of the dentist, fear of the of, uh, claustrophobia. There's, there's a lot of anxieties. It's generally just there's a general sense something's not right. That's not depression, you're not depressed, you're just anxious. Okay. Now let's say like this, it could be sometimes, right, that you might be in an atmosphere where it's not accepted to be anxious. Right, a lot of times for men, men, it's like not cool for a man to be anxious, like you're a man, but anger is cool, right? So, so, so you might again, this is all going on a deep level, or 
Sometimes going on a very, very obvious level. Sometimes it's easy to pick up. Sometimes it's hard to pick up. We're not going into that. We're just going to the possibilities. So what's really happening is the person's anxious. Now, I'll say it my way, but it's like not cool to be anxious. But, you know, being angry is macho. You know, that's all, you know, men are, men are angry. Men get angry. So, or, but it doesn't have to be even men, but that's just a good example. So I don't want to show my anxiety. So therefore I put it into another another thing called anger. So again, so now what's going to happen? You're going to walk out of this VOD and someone's going to start getting angry at you. So what you want to do is you have to say, well, one second, is he really angry? Is that what's going on? Is this pure anger? Or maybe he's just anxious. And that's going to be a whole different experience, right? Sometimes it might be a worse experience, but a lot of times it'll be a better experience for us if we can do that. Um, good. Here's another one, right? Like I said, uh, I'm repeating myself because you have to, you know, take note. I would take notes, at least mental notes or, 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 or written notes, because you have to think about them afterwards to, 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 um, to bring these into ourselves, into our knowledge. Guys, it's not about writing a, it's not about writing a bequeath of, you know, five answers that, that you have an active knowledge that when you look at the world, this is what you see unfolding. That's how it's going to help us. Okay. So it's, it's especially important here that we get these different, very varied, car, uh, uh, very varied, Things. Okay, so one is anger, and there might be more than the list we're going to say, obviously, but but here we have a nice, solid, you know, quite long list of stuff coming up. Okay, so, so one, anger covers anxiety. Two, sometimes anger is just really there, a need to get the job done. Let me express this very easily. Take out the garbage. Take out the garbage. Okay. Take out the garbage, right? So now... Really, what at the end of the day is, oh, my father was angry, right? And he was a little bit angry. And we're not saying, no, again, I'm, I'm not saying that if you dissect it, you know, there's no anger there. But the real feeling, the real avoda there was not an avoda of anger. It was, I need to get the job done. I'm telling my kid to take out the garbage. Nothing. It's, and, and it's not just cast upon it, but it's, but mostly what it is there, the main thing it is, is a drive to get the thing done. Take out the garbage. Take out the garbage. Please take out the garbage. Take out the garbage right so when i when i my decibel went up right it, it's not really angry it's not really angry so it means again that means when i see someone doing that and i feel oh this guy's so angry or she's so angry really what i'm sensing really what i should be saying to myself is you know what he just or my wife maybe my wife you know right my wife just wants me to get the job done like stop being a baby don't don't get so upset don't think she's at, don't think she has an anger problem don't send her to therapy don't send her to our vod don't you know just understand she wants you to get the job done that's all that's going on okay uh this is it now let's go a little deeper now sometimes anger is this is very psycholo psychological today but this is really you know this lady hit it you know nailed it Sometimes anger is, now again, for B'nai Torah who run away for anger, run away from anger, so a lot of this is unfamiliar, but if you're in the greater world and imagine the greater world, the big world, this is very real. It, sometimes it's status giving and helps establish control. Right, a certain status. I'm a kupayit, right? I have a low-level job, no respect, working at ShopRite, Walgreens, even what's it called? What, what's what's uh, Jeff Bezos's company? Uh, Chosen Foods or something? What's the name of his company? I know. I, I just know he bought a tenth level company, and then all the other ones lost billions of dollars. Everybody's so scared of the guy. What? Right? So that one. Right? So you, so she's the kupait there. You know, she's the kupait, and she has no control in her life. She has no status in her life. So by getting, so you're online, and she says, 
you know, move already. Come, give me your credit card. So, so, so it is anger, but really the reason she's being angry is because she wants a little status. Yeah. Uh, underpaid. Sometimes siblings could be like that. Those have children, right? One, one child could be get, get angry with the other child. What's really happening there. It's more a way of getting a little bit of control and getting a little status by being angry. So it's the, 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 again, there's anger, you know, this happened, trigger, angry. And here it's like, here it's the anger. Small boys bark the loudest, very good, right? It's it's that small do boy, do small dogs are barking the loudest. And this is the way I'm establishing myself through my anger. And I, I, have, no, I have no really other way to establish myself, okay? Let's give, um, now th this is Gavaldi, right? This is a true story, okay? So I have... We're gonna some made up stories here. This is a true story. I won't say the name of the people, not this lesson order, but there was a child that had a very bad fall. And the mother took the child to the emergency room. True story happened in Israel, I think, or maybe in the States, but I know the people it happened with. I know the name, I know the mother, I know the father, I know the the, the girl. She's a happens to be a Kala now, maybe discuss the story. Just joking, but I do know them. I know the father, mother, and the father's a friend of mine, the mother's a friend of my wife, the girl is a Kala. Uh as far as I know. Anyway, but when she was a little kid, she had a terrible fall, waits hours and hours, as can happen in the emergency room. And she finally gets into the emergency room. And the nurse who finally, finally got to the kid says, you know, don't be a baby, right? Says to the kid, the little kid's been sitting there with, who knows, a broken arm for three hours. And finally the nurse, they're finally with Tapel, and the nurse starts giving musr to the little kid. You know, the mother is ready to rip into the nurse. And then listen to the chachma of the mother. She's a good girl. I remember her. She says, you know, listen to what she says. She turns to her child and she says, let's say, let's say the kid's name was Judy. Or let's say her name was Atara. Atara, this woman went to school for many years to know how to care you. Huh? You get the situation? This woman went to school for many years to learn how to take care of you. The nurse melted. She melted because now watch. I'm gonna meet anger. I mean, I'm totally like this. I, you know, as a person, I don't get angry so much. And I tell you guys, it would ruin the. I'm not such an angry guy, right? I have a much bigger problems. I have some real big problems, believe me. But it's not my worst one, right? You know, there's a big competition, but it's not one of the biggest ones. But when people give it to me, like I'm ready to, you know, I had to work a lot not to give it back to Israelis on the train. You know, you see, shoot at me, I'm gonna shoot back at you, right? So that's so here. I'm, if it was me, you know, my response would be, you know, do you understand that my daughter has been waiting for three hours and you and you, you know, you, you finally got it together and now you're giving my daughter mustard? That would be my my go-to. And this woman was maskil, lasos, you know, skila, and she saw that really this nurse just needs a little coven. She just needs a little status. And she's gaining that by being angry, you know, and, and she had her in the palm of her hands, okay? So that's a true story. Um, you give a little status as opposed to escalating, you give status and appreciation. So now I think you start to see how powerful this could be if we can read in other people, right? And again, we're just gonna try it over the two weeks, but you can you have a powerful tool. You can you can turn an enemy into a friend like that, you know, by 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 just understanding that. Okay, that's another one. A counterattack. Just just they're counterattackers, right? Um I'm not aggressive naturally. Again, the person's angry. You're meeting someone who's angry. So the reason they're angry is they're just counterattacking. It means they're not a showish to get angry on their own, but the anger you meet is because they counterattack. When they're 
when they get angry, not not because of status per se, it's just when 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 things escalate, they escalate, right? They they right. Best offense is good defense. Best defense is good offense. I'm aggressive in a self-defensive way. That's when I get aggressive. Okay, we're gonna do two more for this time. It's interesting. Sometimes certain people are sensitive to the energy around them, right? There's the self-generated angry person. And there are people where if you're in a sviva of angry people, you, you pick it up, right? You pick it up. Um, like you go to the shuk. Those Israelis, you go to the shuk. So everybody's yelling, you know, this, so like usually you're a calm person, but you go to the shuk. So you turn it on because everybody else is turning it on around you. So again, so now once again, I'm going to get, I'll, I'll meet the person once he gets back on the train out of the joke and he gets angry and I'm very moved by his anger and it's bothering me. And then I say to myself, well, one second, you know, he was just in the shook. So he's, I'm just seeing a residual effect of his, his hangout with a bunch of people selling pizza and watermelons, you know, and, 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 and shawarma, but it's not really who he is. I can, I can hand, handle that. It doesn't bother me that much. Okay. And finally, this is, a, this is a big one, okay, is a cover for shame. You're embarrassed, but instead of expressing embarrassment, you hit back the costs, right? Yeah, right. You, I asked, you know, my wife asked me to do something. She says, Make sure to get the make sure to get the um, the pizza on the way home. Hmm? I walk home. I I pass by, you know, any number of pizza stores. So she's tired. She says, "David, please buy a pizza on the way home." I know you don't like pizza at night. Try to yeshiva, but the kids want some pizza. Buy a pizza on the way home. Okay, good. I get home. Walk inside. Hi. And my wife says, "Where's the pizza?" I says, "Oh my gosh, you know." And then what? I, I feel bad. My wife doesn't ask me too much. She works hard. I'm a loafer. She wanted pizza. You know, can't remember that even after 30 years. I'm married 30 years. So what happens? So I'm feeling embarrassed. So what do I do? I see, you know what? The house is such a mess today. Did you know? Gigi didn't come. The cleaning lady didn't come today. What? She didn't, what? It's not Friday. It's not. We, it's plenty. Of, look at the look at the sink. Uh, so really, what's happening? I'm really again. This is kind of like low level part of it, but you know, we need a lot of we ha and we have to deal with the low level stuff in our lives also. And it, it, you know, it should we should be bigger than that, but a lot of times we're not. Really, we're just we're just you know uh, uh, things are tight around the collar, and and therefore we transfer our embarrassment, shame to anger because we don't want to feel we don't want to just say you know you're right as really blew it. I don't no excuse. You know, I just no excuse. Well, how to forget a pizza? It's not. Not a big deal. You haven't asked me anything for a while. I come when I want, go when I want. The, 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 this I can't buy a pizza. I feel like an nincompoop. Should I go out now and get the pizza? Right. That's that's what I should say. But instead of saying that, so 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 I'm going to fight back with anger. So. Uh, Mrs. Heidler spoke about it, but I think it'd be good for us to like try to find, it'll be interesting very much for us to try to find these things and others over the week, uh, which we'll get to in a moment. Now, I just want to say that uh, a true story, listen to this story. 
a bro- this is really a brilliant story. The first true story said it was an excellent story, but whoever said whoever did this, I like to man- reach the man who did this story. Godel, it's godless. Listen to godless. And by the way, a lot of times in perfectionist situations, that's what's going on, right? If you're a perfectionist, you can't be wrong, right? By the way, I just want to say side point. I said this to my son, Akiva, who's a big maven this week. He was very, you know, you have to be, it's a great thing to be wrong. It's a great thing to fail. Fear of failure is one of the worst things that a person can have. Maybe it's a good thing for the three weeks. It's another topic, but it just touches it on the side. I just want to, I just want to make a push for failing. Mayor's Lotto, it's the best. I didn't read the book, but I know one line is worthwhile in the book that they say he got divorced. It's worth getting the book to say a person who had more hashpa, maybe in the whole Jewish world, there are a million art scroll sidur. Art scroll Gemara is a work that's beyond uh, imagination. He was divorced. He picked himself up, got himself up. But that's that's for another topic. I think one of the worst things is that we always see success. You meet people, you see success. You see your rabbis, you see success. You see your shul rabbis, you see success. So we all think there's, life is all about being successful. And then when we're not successful, we feel like we have, we, we have, we're nothings, right? Truth is, we would see the all the lacks of success. I don't know if I've discussed this before in this context, but to me, it's a big point. It's very, very important. You know, even books, you know, that that sometimes give, I don't want to go further into the topic. It's a sensitive topic, but it's very important to have exa- examples in your life of not success. You know, Noah Weinberg, used to say all the time, well, you didn't believe it. You couldn't believe it. Because when I met Reb Noach, when I met Reb Noach, he had 30 branches, you know, and he had a, he had a million dollar uh, office looking over the coattail and people who were just dying to hear him and some sure which were Noah had shurim, which were said said over by thousands of people. Five levels of pleasure, but probably said ten thousand times. I don't know, three thousand times. You know, I, I can't imagine how many times that his, some of his sodas forty eight ways. You know, very successful books. Dove Yaffa, one of the great Mashkihim, said, "I don't say you should steal to get the book, but anything besides stealing, you should do to get that book." For Noah, that was you know the amount of chuva, bali chuva, success. Okay, he himself thought he wasn't successful, but no one believed him. He said he wasn't successful. That was that was Reb Noach not so. But Reb Noach was not successful in certain areas. In the real, not successful. He made organizations. They failed. Made yeshivas. They failed. You would have looked at him in 1972. You would have said he's a failure. And he's a guy with a lot of dreams. Everybody says him sugar. They're talking right. And you see what he's doing. You know. And you don't remember that because we just look at we look at the we look at the, the 2002 version of him, the 1998 version of him. It's a big big problem. I don't know. I don't know the solution. Mm-hmm. But it's a big problem. I'll tell you, I want to say something. I get physic. There's a person I look at, a very, very successful average. And I know this guy blew it so badly in a certain area. You know, thank God I heard it, that he blew it. And I see how good he is. And I know how bad he blew it. It gives me physic, you know. People were really great. They really blow it also, you know. And he picked himself together and didn't stop him. And he, But he, I don't want to go into what I know about it. But he blew it, you know what I'm saying? Big, big time, you know, in a way that I don't blow it. You know, so anyway, that's about failure. But anyway, we're both like, so back to this. So perfectionist, but, but this again. So so we're, let's just focus back. We're talking about we're talking about um, anger as a cover for shame. I'm embarrassed. I didn't do what I was supposed to do. I didn't pick up the pizza, and I'm going to get angry instead, right? So so uh, so listen to the true story. It's a true story, and listen to the godless of this guy. I don't know his name. A woman. Her husband asks the wife to clean his suit. Common scenario, right? Men have suits, they get messy, they're busy. Ask the wife, honey, you're going to the cleaner anyway. Please take my suit to the cleaner, right? And they're newly married, and the husband, and she forgot to do it. Let's say it's Arab Shabbos. He turns to her, sweetie, uh, do you have the suit? 
and she says she gets, starts getting angry at him. Mamish, this scenario, right? He made a totally valid request for something she was supposed to do. She blew it. She didn't do it, and she lost it. You know how? You know you well. You know you didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do the other. You know what I'm saying? I asked you to do, set up the neighbors. And I, okay. He thinks for a minute, and he says to her, "I want you to know, in this house, it's okay to make mistakes." Godless. He saw right through what was gone with his wife. And he right, he understood. I don't I don't know how he knew, but you know, she grew up in a perfectionist home where we don't make mistakes, you know. Certain certain, by the way, as long as we're talking, you know, it's one of the big problems in the Haredi system, Bakal. In the Haredi system, this this idea of like no mistakes is it's I don't want to go into it right now. And you know, I'm I'm a card carrying member, so I've so you know, I have one right over here. You know, my, my kids are all this. I got a picture up by Steinman over there. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm part of it, but in the Tzibur, it's a terrible problem. There's everybody spitzy, you know what I'm saying? I was speaking to someone one time, what does your brother do? He has a chashiv chabur in Lakewood, not a chabur, he has a chashiv chabur in Lakewood. There's, you can't have a chabur in Lakewood, you know, because that just might mean you have five, you know, five, five more guys. He has a chashiv chabur in Lakewood. I remember, I remember exactly what he said, you know, everybody's a Rosh Kol, everybody's this, everybody. why do you have to be Rosh Kol? You know, the great of life, you know, like they say, Ani Sugbet, I'm, I'm Sugbet. I'm, I'm second class. It's what Leifka likes to say about himself. I'm second class. Revolva thought I was going to go back and be a professor. He didn't think I was going to be my shkiach. Revolva didn't think that Revolva was going to be a, okay, one of the big mistakes Revolva made, I guess. You know, there's a lot of few. But he Revolva didn't think Revolva, Ruben Leifka would be my shkiach. Anyway, but but uh, I know we got into this topic. It's it's no gay. It's kosher to the whole thing. But it's a terrible problem that you have to know your kids deal with this children growing up. Now, it's the beauty of kids is they can be B'nai Torah, but everybody is so pish-posh and so this and so that and, you know, knows this, knows that, knows that. And a kid doesn't find himself. It's it's a, it's it's a big, 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 big challenge. So it's, a, it's another topic. It depends on people raising, you know, different, they're raising their kids in different status. And again, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a proud member and I'm not, but I'm just talking, we speak to, we speak to El Sadat we're here. Uh, our friends, as I just want to say that, it's you have to know that what your kids go through. It's, it's, there's, there's a lot more than you believe is going on in a kid's head about, you know, he had his shirt out and everybody shows his shirts out. There's it, a lot of that. Anyway, so that's a different topic. So, but Lamaisa, so this fellow, he, he saw the whole thing. He saw it right through his wife's anger. That's why I wanted to give this example. That's why I said that was the start. I was trying to figure out when I had all this stuff. I have a whole second page of things like this. Tune in next week. The whole second page. But, but I said, like, where's two? The, the, the woman in the emergency room who just saw exactly through the anger to the shorish and dissipated. And this fellow, there's a true story. And this fellow who saw, who saw right through his wife and understood that and, and established their relationship. We can make mistakes over here in our house. You don't have to be perfect. And if you don't have to be perfect, you don't have to get upset about being perfect. Okay, good. So quick review of what we did today. Anger, let's see how many we did. We did anger could be a cover for anxiety, right? I'm anxious, but it's not cool to be anxious. It's macho to be angry. Anger can be just my need to, to uh, anger could be just my need to get the job done. Right, anger can be something. Three, it's status giving and establish and establishes control for me. Four, it's just a counterattack. I don't really get angry. Just when you get angry, I get angry back. Um, 
sensitive to the energy around me. Number five, if I'm in an angry environment, I'm angry. Uh, and finally, number six, it's a, it's a cover for shame and embarrassment. As opposed to feeling shame and embarrassment for my mess up, I, I react with anger. Okay, so those are six things. Uh, again, obviously, we could find them in, them in ourselves. So here's what I want to do, fellas, for uh, this week, and we're going to have a similar vote for next week, is to... Here's the hope, you know, angry around you. Yeah. Hope that you get some anger this week or annoyed at you will suffice with annoyance. And, but that's the best case scenario. And try to read, like, open your minds. Like, they were one of the main things we talk about is different types of interpretation. But now, not about yourself. Try to, oh, I'm sorry, if no one, if, if, if nobody gets angry at you or nobody gets annoyed at you, so at least, you know, watch, maybe you'll see other people get angry at other people, but, you know, tr so try as, you know, as things come up, open your eyes wide, open your minds wide as you're encountering anger and noise and try to think what, what might this be covering up? It might be one of the six things we just listed now, right? Don't look, don't look for the ripe shot because we're not good enough at it to get the ripe shot, but just to see as opposed to right, what's our reaction. We see anger. Oh, he's getting angry. I'm recoiling Ooh, I don't, that, that feels terrible i hate that you know he's gonna ugh. she's gonna you know it's a, whoa, 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 it's like, push 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 to push to give it, it's similar to what we said about interpretation but but specifically with someone else not not interpreting right we, we've been interpreting it just to show the difference we've been talking a lot about like where am i taking the trigger to this is different this is like what is what's really cooking inside of them is this Right. We think to ourselves, you know, let's say you know, a lot of times husbands see wives get angry, right? My wife's getting angry. She's an angry person. She needs therapy. She needs a mustard. She needs a mashkiach. She needs a rabbit. She needs a rub. She needs a gutter door. She needs, she, right? She needs something, right? One second. What, what's really going on there? Why is she getting angry? What, what's the point? Is it, could I, can I, can I give a, a, a counter? Okay. So that's going to, by, by, by having that exercise this week and next week, hopefully it'll get us good at, at seeing how other people will do it. And you can, again, you can see how powerful, uh, if we can get good at reinterpreting other people's anger and eventually reinterpreting our own anger, that'll be an extremely powerful tool in, in, in dissipating and getting control of this topic. Okay. So that's what I want to do. Um, I was excited by this, by this idea because I thought it was, I thought it was something a little bit new and fresh at the end, you know, end of this month is always just kind of like, you know, go down. So it's, it's important to Mahadish. Uh, and do something a little bit different. It's a little bit different. It's a little bit outside, but it's still within the within the realm. Okay, so that's what we're going to try to do. I wish everybody great at slacha. It's good to see everybody. It's great to see new members. We'll say again, if you have other people, you know, it's great to have. You know, I think we have a nice thing going. Uh, I'm looking forward to going forward in Elul, but no one has to, of course, free country. But if you do have other people that would like to join, there's always safety numbers. And uh, listen, a lot of people. It's just, it's not that we're saying something anything so unique and special, but just not so many people speaking like this. And uh, I do feel it's a mitzvah to, to, to get the word out that, that such things, not the other excellent uh, sources for such things, which are people who want to think about themselves deeper and work on themselves deeper and try to take the Torah in a practical way. Okay, so, so that's the homework. And if anybody has any comments about the L, my, my direction for L, Please write them to me. I uh, look forward to hearing feedback. But that's what I basically wanted to try to like practically, how can we practically make headway in a few areas in L? That's the, that's ideas. I know maybe it's a little too, okay.
All the best, everybody. Shalom, shalom.